0: Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald, Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace. I feel like I just need to get this out today. Nehemiah chapter 3 verse 12. Nehemiah chapter 3 verse 12. I've been in a series called Women of the Movement because sometimes the brothers get all the shine. Sometimes the brothers get all the shine. But without the sisters... We would not be where we are today. And so this entire month that I've preached, we have been leading under the theme, Women of the Movement, and different subtitles have come. And so today, come with me to Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 12. Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 12. It's in the Old Testament, and it's right after the book of Ezra. In my Bible, it's page 373. (laughs) Nehemiah. Nehemiah, go to your phone, go to your iPhone, your Android, your smartphone, or your dumb phone, find whatever you can. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 12. It reads like this: Next to him, Shalom. Somebody say Shalom. Yeah, next to him, Shalom, son of Halohesh, ruler of half the district of Jerusalem. They made repairs. He and his who? His daughters. His daughters. I want to talk today from this thought very simply. Women of the movement. What happens if they forget your name? What happens if they forget your name? What if they forget your name? Ask somebody beside you underneath your mask. What if they forget your name? What if they forget your name? Many of you are aware that a lady named Rosa Parks is called the mother of the civil rights movement in America. Mrs. Parks became affectionately called the mother of the civil rights movement because on December 1st, 1955, she refused to get up when asked to move so that a white man could have her seat on the bus. When Mrs. Parks refused to move, she was arrested and her arrest ignited the Montgomery bus boycott, which included 17,000 black citizens refusing to ride the bus in the South. All of my life, I've heard about the sweet, docile seamstress who peacefully protested and refused to give up her seat. I've heard people say she sat so we could stand. You've heard that. One quote said, Rosa sat, Martin marched so Obama could run. The story of Rosa Parks is an honorable, noble, and transformative story, and I'm afraid, however, that many of us are thoroughly unaware of the entire story of what happened on those segregated buses in Montgomery, Alabama in 1955. You see, nine months before Rosa Parks sat down, a young 15-year-old black teenager named Claudette Colvin refused to give up her seat to a white woman on a bus in Montgomery on March 2nd, 1955. Claudette was sitting in the correct section of the bus but because the bus was filling up you know if a white person during that time wanted to sit on the same row with a black passenger the black passengers would have to get up and go to the back of the bus or stand well on March 2nd 1955 that bus driver and that white lady met their match because Claudette Colvin refused to move nine months before Rosa Parks refused to move Claudette Colvin refused to move whenever claudia colvin is asked why didn't she move she always says that during that time there was not a black history month there was a negro history week and her teachers had been telling her about two sisters named sojourner truth and harriet Tubman. and whenever she's asked why didn't she move her response is always history had me glued to the seat It was as if Harriet Tubman was pushing me down on one shoulder and Sojourner Truth was pushing me down on the other shoulder. Colvin said history had her glued to the seat. She was soon arrested and then taken to jail, making her the first black woman in history to refuse to give up her seat on a segregated bus as an act of resistance, protest, and defiance. You know that word. And if this is true, we must ask, why didn't Claudette Colvin's story get get told more in school why isn't she referred to as the first lady of the civil rights movement or the mother of the freedom movement like Rosa Parks I was in college before I knew about Claudette Colvin's name or story I was even more surprised recently when I discovered she's still alive what happened that it took me and many of you so long to know her name it was as if for many reasons or years her name name was forgotten Claudette Colvin C-O-L-V-I-N Claudette Colvin could have been the face of the movement in Montgomery but most historians agree that what kept Colvin from being the face of the movement which technically is her rightful place in history was that some of the leaders some of the men in the NAACP thought she was too young didn't have the right look her skin complexion was possibly too dark too much melanin and later that summer in 1955 at the age of 15 Claudia Colvin became pregnant it was speculated that because of these factors the leaders of the NAACP didn't think her face and her story would be moving enough to ignite a voice boycott in Montgomery I'm gonna teach all of this y'all just keep sitting there listening so it was decided to allow Rosa Parks to be the face of the movement Mrs. Parks was married she was 42 years old more settled more morally appealing uh, to to, to be the face of the movement because of this Claudette Colvin's name would be forgotten erased deleted eliminated omitted removed and overlooked for decades it was her testimony however in the courts of Alabama and the Supreme Court of the United States that that helped turn the tide as the next year after she sat down it was voted that to segregate buses was unconstitutional in America. Claudette Colvin didn't just sit on a bus. She spoke in a court, risked her life, and her name has almost been erased out of history. It makes me ask the question, what do you do when people forget your name? what do you do when people forget your work, your sacrifices your contributions and your part in the story, erasure somebody say erasure erasure is the act or instance of erasing and and deleting people throughout history and black women's contributions work, input and impact have been erased in many ways, we forget that there is not a Martin Luther King Jr's I have a dream speech if he had not heard a Reverend Prathia Hall speaking about her dream and her rhetorical repetition of I have a dream influenced King to use it and put it in his speech but we don't know that because some history got erased we forget to tell the part that when Dr. King was delivering his speech on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial on August 28th 1963 that the name of that speech was Was not I have a dream. The first name of the speech was Normalcy, Comma, Never Again. And it wasn't until Mahalia Jackson hollered from behind him and said, Tell them about your dream, Martin. Mahalia Jackson's words caused him to shift from his original planned speech to move to talking about his dream. And now that speech is regarded as one of the greatest speeches in the 20th century but a lot of us don't know what Mahalia Jackson did that day because it has been conveniently forgotten Henrietta Lacks was an African American woman whose cancer cells were the source of the first immortalized human cell line they extracted her cells from a biopsy, kept the cells, preserved the cells and her cells were essential to developing the polio vaccine. Her cell- went up in space just to test what would happen to cells in zero gravity what's my point for years Henrietta Lacks nor her family received credit or compensation for the role she played in assisting science with a revolutionary discovery her story has been conveniently forgotten and that's why the movie was created called Hidden Figures it was to honor Miss Katherine Johnson Dorothy Vaughn and Mary Jackson because they served as the brains behind the launching of the first astronaut into space making John Glenn the first American to orbit the earth but if it wasn't for black women behind the scenes John Glenn's visit to space would have been a disaster And it took years for people to hear about these hidden figures Because sometimes history conveniently forgets your name Y'all do know I'm going somewhere don't you I'm trying to tell you people will forget about you Can you still do great things if your name is never mentioned Can you still be a giver if they forget to print your name on the donors list Can you serve God and God's people with passion and vigor and inestimable joy joy and the pastor never calls your name or shouts you out or acknowledges your labor? Can you take care of people who always take but never give love, show love or reciprocate love? These questions hit deep if you're really listening to me this morning because I mean no one enjoys being forgotten. No one enjoys being used or unappreciated. It is the essence and the core of our humanity that causes us to appreciate being appreciated and according to Dale Carnegie's book how to win friends and influence people he says the sweetest sound a person will ever hear is the sound of their own name Mm mm-hmm We love to hear our names called, see our names listed. Have you ever gone to a graduation and saw a whole page of names, but you didn't stop till you found your baby's name, your cousin's name? Oh, we love to see our names listed, to feel honored, to be given credit when you have put sweat, tears, passion, work, love, labor, and energy into a thing. Yet black women are often forgotten out of history because for far too long men have been writing the his. Story. My mentor and homiletics professor, Dr. Teresa Fry Brown, always told us the African proverb that says, the hunter always wins until the lion gets the pen black women like caudic cloven have been written out of history and our text before us today is an interesting biblical text and I'm so excited to preach I'm about to jump out my shoes because it's an interesting biblical text because it captures a story where some women who played a major role in history are seemingly forgotten at first it seems like they are not forgotten but I will show you a simple problem with some complex consequences. Today we're in the book of Nehemiah and I should tell you that most Old Testament biblical scholars suggest that the book of Ezra and the book of Nehemiah should be read and studied together because it captures what happens to the Jews once they are released after 70 years of Babylonian captivity and slavery can I teach before I preach Ezra and Nehemiah share with us the story of the post exilic year somebody say post exilic Yeah, 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 say that with me, post-exilic. Post-exilic means post-exile. What happens after the season of Babylonian exile has ended? The Jewish people or the Israelites were exiled into Babylonian captivity or taken by force, moved from their homeland of Israel and Judah and taken into exile to be encapsulated and enslaved. Doesn't that sound familiar? And yet in 539 BCE, before common era, King Cyrus the king of Persia took control and conquered Babylon. I think I need to park and tell you that don't be dismayed when your conqueror conquers you because God can send a conqueror to conquer the conqueror. Yeah, yeah, Persia ended up taking over Babylon and King Cyrus conquered Babylon and reversed the exile and the slaves were released to go back home to Jerusalem which is the capital of Judah. When they got back to Jerusalem, It was in ruins. The temple is destroyed. The structures are demolished. And the people of Israel have to rebuild their homeland because they lost their home and their identity. In the book of Ezra, the people are rebuilding the temple. But in the book of Nehemiah, the people are rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Tell somebody around you, you got to build some stuff. This is significant because the walls created safety and security from other nations who would seek to do what the Babylonians had already done. The walls of Jerusalem had to be rebuilt to enclose the community with a solid and secure boundary. Nehemiah leads the building project, and in chapter 3, we get a list of all the families and all the people who got busy and helped Nehemiah do the doggone thing they finished the wall according to Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 15 they finished the whole wall in 52 days Nehemiah chapter 3 lists all the men who helped rebuild the city, it lists this long list of all the names of all the men, it's hard to pronounce those names, this one was building over here, this one was working over here and in verse 12 we are told that the daughters of Shalom, who was the ruler of the half of Jerusalem, was helping their father rebuild the wall watch this now in chapter 3 verse 1 to verse 32 it lists a long list of men and all of their names and one could think if you didn't read carefully that only men would or could help rebuild the infrastructure of Jerusalem but some women were out there too isn't that good news isn't that notable that women played a significant role in that nation in that culture in Jewish history History, and we don't know their names they're called the daughters of Shalom and that's all they were the only women who are listed among those who helped rebuild the wall and I love the image of these sisters working to help keep their homes the temple and their families protected I love these sisters we see their heart their work ethic their grind their dedication they were about that life I like these sisters but what are their names they were right there with the men, working with the men, sweating with the men, and the men get their names called, and the women are just the daughters of Shalom. You see, just like call that Coven, history isn't always kind to her story and conveniently these sisters in Nehemiah 3 are left out of history because sometimes people forget your name or never care to know what your name was in the first place. So what do you do preacher? You welcomed us back in the building. We know you got to tell us something more than this. What do you do when people forget your name, your worth, your contribution to the project or your proper place in history? Two things and i'm done number one don't repeat the sins of patriarchy can you tell somebody around you don't repeat the sins of patriarchy you see patriarchy is a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it i'm gonna preach whether y'all help me Patriarchy keeps women from preaching. Patriarchy allows women to do the same work as men and get paid less. Patriarchy decides that a teenager who is pregnant can't be the face of a freedom movement patriarchy is why you know George Washington Carver's name but not Henrietta Lack's name why you know Dr. King but don't know the name Septima Poinsett Clark who was actually the one who taught Rosa Parks non strategies years before she sat down and refused to move patriarchy is why sisters are told not to dress promiscuous so they don't tempt men but don't teach boys and men to keep their hands to themselves even if the young lady walks out the house naked. Patriarchy is why they are called the daughters of Shalom and not Keisha or Regina or Felicia. It's why we know these women as the widow of Zarephath. What's her name? Or the woman with the issue of blood. What's her name? Or the woman caught in adultery. What's her name? Or the widow from Nain going to bury her son. What's her name? We know the name of so many men in the Bible but Yet we are missing the names of so many women. Women. Because of the culture Of many of the nations in the Bible Were oppressed and marginalized Treated like property Slaves and objects for the use of men We must change that for our daughters Y'all, we've got to change that For our granddaughters Let these young girls know They can build walls, own companies Play sports, write books Grow your locks, run the courtroom Lead meetings Take over businesses Be a primary parent, not a single mother I said a primary parent And one day when they're looking For a new person on the Supreme Court They might just pick a young sister From the ghetto of Chicago Girls can preach Girls can graduate Girls can do all things Through Christ Who give them strength Any black girl magic in the room The brothers may be quiet But let the sisters holler at least To let a preacher know There is some magic up in here Black men We have to be willing to be aware Of the subtle ways We perpetuate and participate In patriarchy And it's up to us to do a better job To make the world a more inclusive And equitable space For black women and all women Second thing we need to do When they forget your name is this Don't let recognition be your priority First is don't repeat the sins of patriarchy, but on the flip side of that coin, don't let being recognized be your priority. (laughs) For years they didn't acknowledge the fact that Claudette Colvin sat down and nonviolently protested on the bus nine months before Rosa Parks but because of her you and I can sit where we want to on any bus legally. They didn't call the daughters of Shalom's name but the wall still got finished. While it is nice to be recognized we must remember that we don't do what we do to be recognized. We do what we do because it's right. We do what we do because we're called. We do what we do because God commissioned us to be a a light in darkness and a ladder out of a dungeon and a leader in danger and a lamp for direction I watched an interview of Claudette Colvin some days ago and she was asked how does she feel that Mrs. Parks was given more credit for starting the civil rights movement and she didn't get much of the credit Miss Colvin responded like a gangster she said I'm just glad my children and grandchildren can sit where they want to sit on any bus because of what we did in the 50s y'all heard me but you ain't hear me she ain't about getting credit she said my babies are better my children are further along whether they call my name or not She said, that makes me smile. It's hard to feel forgotten or be forgotten, but don't serve to be seen. Don't give to be seen. Don't fight for justice to be seen. Don't sing to be seen. Don't work to be seen. Don't be kind to be seen. Don't come rushing to sit on the front row to be seen and then sleep through the whole sermon just to be seen. No, don't do it to be seen. If you live for the applause, you're going to die from the silence. Did you hear me? I said if you live for the applause, silence will kill you. Keith Kent wrote a piece called Do It Anyway. And it is often given credit that Mother Teresa wrote it. She did not write it, but she loved the poem so much she hung it in her home. And it reads like this, people are often illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some false friends and you gain some real enemies. Succeed anyway. What you spend years building, some can destroy overnight. Build anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, y'all know I'm right. People may be jealous be happy anyway the good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow do good anyway give the world the best you have and it may never be enough give your best anyway for you see in the end it was never between them or you it was between you and God it was never between you and them anyway people may forget your name but God doesn't people may forget your labor but God doesn't people may forget your dedication but God doesn't people may forget your kindness but God doesn't so be ye steadfast and immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord because your labor and your tears and your work and your sacrifices and your energy and your prayers and your worship and your sowing and your giving and your forgiving and your assisting and your serving is not in vain so go on and thrive go on and build, go Go on and sing go on and raise those children go on and start the business go on and write the book go on and protect the vulnerable go ahead and graduate go ahead and help broken girls go ahead and heal wounded boys go ahead and preach go ahead and write the check and be a philanthropist and be not weary in your well doing for in due season you will reap if you faint not I didn't mean to go here Jonathan but I ain't preached in two weeks and I feel something rising up in me there's a hymn I used to sing I used to hear him sing as a little boy down in Atlanta Georgia it said you may build great cathedrals large or small you can build skyscrapers grand and tall you may conquer all the failures of the past but only what you do for Christ will last you may seek earthly power and fame the world might be impressed by your great name soon the glories of this life will pass but only what you do for Christ will last remember only what you do for Christ will last remember only what you do for Christ will last only what you do for him will be counted at the end only what you do for Christ will last wake up your sleeping neighbor touch him on the shoulder and tell him neighbor I know people don't appreciate you y'all ain't talking to nobody you have been begging for months to come back at least act like you're happy tell them I know people don't appreciate you I know your name gets forgotten tell them I know the weight gets heavy but tell them only what you do for Christ is going to last so one day when life's journey has come to an end and you and I will arrive before God let me tell you a secret even God will not call your name I said God is not going to call your name I said God is not going to call your name well what is God going to call you? hopefully when you get up to glory he's gonna not call you your name but he's gonna call you your nature and he'll say servant well done you've worked you've built you've shared you've cried you've toiled you've tried you breathe through it you push through it all i want to hear is God say servant well done forget your applause who cares if you don't like me all I want to hear is God say well done now turn to somebody around you don't touch them just point at them and say neighbor you got work to do you got lives to save you got children to teach you got money to raise You got a book to write. You got a business to start. You got a wall to build. Tell them build it, work it, write it, publish it, sing it and be not dismayed whatever. Betide you, God will. God will take care of you. How will he do it, preacher? Through every day, all the way. Won't he do it? Won't he bless you? Won't he make your name great? Won't he enlarge your territory? Won't he make the years add up? He'll restore the years that the canker worm and the palmer worm, Tell three people, you got this, you got this. Don't wait on them to like it. Don't wait on approval. Don't wait to get your name called. Be great anyway, cause somewhere I read, now on him who is able to do exceeding
1: and abundantly above all, you can ask,
0: Somebody holler, God, you get the glory. God, you get the glory. They don't have to know my name as long as you get the glory. So let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you've been kept in a pandemic 23 months, say so. If you're still alive and you should have been dead, say so. They ain't got to know your name, but there is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his word. It sounds like music in my ear. It's the
1: sweetest name on earth. Oh how I love Jesus. You should have left me at home. Oh, Tell somebody, I got a name for you. I got
0: a name for you. Demons will tremble. Cancer are dry up. Diabetes can be healed. Depression can run. I got
1: a name.
0: For you. I dare you to call His name one time and watch the room shift. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three.
1: At Rush. One, two, three. University of
0: Chicago Hospital. One, two, three. In your chemo treatment. One, two, three. I know y'all don't like talking to your neighbor, but just look at one more neighbor you ain't talked to. As a neighbor, They may never know my name, but for the rest of my life, I will
1: bless the name of the Lord. I'm going to give Him glory. I'm going to give Him glory.
0: Sound like somebody know that name? Sound like somebody called that name? Sound like that name pulled somebody out of a struggle? Sound like that name pulled somebody out of a valley? Somebody sound like that name made a difference? Pick one reason And let's fill this house with praise Pick one reason I said pick a reason And just look at him and say, hey friend, listen, you don't know pain until you've been forgotten. But tell a neighbor, others may forget, but I remember, I remember it was God who carried me. He didn't
1: just walk with me. Sometimes he picked me all the way
0: up and just... Make it all better. Right God's gonna make it all better. Right God's gonna make it all. Add up. Your strength is coming back Praise Him Like favor Increase
1: Promotion Healing Strength
0: You better bless Him I wish you had some company down here That ain't ashamed To get out in the aisle And let God know I appreciate you Accused of not sounding intelligent because I remember. I got
1: too many memories. I just remember so much. I know chemistry, I know biology, I know anthropology, I know science, I know religion, I know philosophy, I know biotechnical. Paul Tillich, I know Flegic Nietzsche, I know
0: all of that, but I also know when I was hungry, he put food on the table. When I was in trouble, Jesus came to see me. Y'all, we got to go home. The doors of the church are open. Somebody lift your hands in this room. And tell God, I'll make your name great. Tell God, I will always make your name great. I will always
1: make your name great.
0: Yeah, they will forget your name. Yes they will. Yes they will. You can help them yesterday, they'll forget by tomorrow. Yes they will forget. Just don't you forget. And that's why it don't bother me. Sis came down here shouting, others shouting and celebrating, that don't bother me. What bothers me is when you so bougie, that you can sit yourself up in church and be still like people are bothering you if God hadn't blessed you, you would have been out on the street somewhere don't you get bougie in high class and forget I'm no better than the brother standing on the corner this morning that could have been me but grace showed up so I will forever bless the name of the Lord they're going to forget you but don't you forget I need somebody to know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life you can stand if you feel led to stand stand in body, stand in spirit I need you to know online today Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Oh. And he has been given a name that's above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess things under the earth, things on the earth, things above everybody will have to confess that Jesus is Lord don't have to be made to do it you ought to do it freely I open the doors of the church this is one of the second times we've done this since the pandemic started I want you to actually walk down if you want Christ today I want to fist bump you if you want to join this church our first touch ministry is right here listen don't be nervous all of us in here jacked up Some of us just know how to dress our Jack. Come on, my sister, come on. Bless you. Welcome to Fellowship Chicago. Welcome. You stay right there. I'm waiting on you. If you're in the balcony, walk on down here and give me a fist bump. Yeah. Don't worry about what they do. They're going to appreciate you at the job. Some of them will, some of them won't. But you get hooked up with Jesus and he'll exalt you in due season. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due season. Is there anybody else? I have one that's here, the angels are already rejoicing. Y'all make some noise for my sister that's come. Is there anybody else? Come on, man, woman, boy or girl, come on. Are you coming? Come on, come on. Look at God, look at God, look at God. Come on. Come on, welcome to the ship. Anybody else? As I look back over my life. Grandma, I can see how your love has guided me. Even though I've done wrong, you never left me alone. But you forgave me and you kept on blessing up so brother to my mind therefore I have hope it is because of your mercies that we are not consumed come on because thy compassions fail not they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness come on great is thy faithfulness come on and not God been faithful welcome my brother welcome home man. As I look, as I look back over my life, I can see, help me breathe, I can see how your love has guided me. Even though I've done wrong, you never left me alone, but you forgave me and you kept on blessing. This I recall to my mind, therefore I am hope. It is because of your mercies that we are not consumed. Because thy compassions, fail not they are new every morning.
1: Pray is thy faithfulness. Pray is thy faithful.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got hands, put them together. If you got hands, come on. Come on, praise team. So you've been. To get out of here, come on, one more time. You, Bill, through it all, through it all. One more time, let me sing it. I can never repay you, for what you've done for me. How you loose my shackles and you set me free. How you made a way out of no way. Turned my darkness into day. You've been my joy in the time of sorrow. Hope oh, for my tomorrow. Peace in the time of storm. Strength when I'm weak and worn. I can never repay you, Lord, for what you've done
1: for me. How
0: you loosed my shackles and you set me free. How you made a way.
1: I'm a hey.
0: To a new walk with Christ. We're happy to be your church family. Three brothers. Two sisters. We celebrate you. We welcome you. Fellowship, how y'all feel about it? How y'all feel about it? Welcome. If you follow down this aisle, if you follow Miss Wendy, she's going to lead you, get some information to you and from you. And we're going to officially make you a part of the family of God via the family of Fellowship Chicago. Come on, y'all. You can be seated. I can never repay you, Lord, for what you've done for me. How you, How you made a
1: way. Turn. Then my joy. Hope. Oh then he gave me peace, peace in the so much peace. peace in the Has he ever, given you peace? Peace Has he ever given
0: you peace? peace Has he ever given
1: you, peace he, the time you peace? he helped you go to sleep.
0: He helped you go to sleep. Slowed time your
1: mind down. He gave you peace. He Help your hand.
0: Walked you through the storm.
1: He gave me peace So much, so much peace the So much, so much peace, so so much, peace. peace. The Strength when I'm weak you oh, You've been so faithful
0: Everybody, it's giving time on the ship Get your best seat in your hand As we close this month We want to close it strong We are a 100% tithing church. Come on. We are a 100% tithing church. I I thought people would be happy to know that. That That means we have no gimmicks, no games, no fish dinners, no chicken plates. We're sustained because the people trust God's word. And so I support and I admonish you continue to be a tither. Trust God in the area of tithing. A few weeks ago, I don't know if some of you were watching, I was in here by myself with the praise team preaching and I got stuck on trust God again. Couldn't even preach the sermon that Sunday. Just trust God. That was the whole sermon. Trust God. Anybody remember that? Well, a young lady had been asking for some debts to be canceled and she went back one more time had a lot of debt trying to finish medical school am I right she went back and trusted God one more time sold a seed that Sunday now now she's already in debt but she still sold and she trusted God again they erased $273,000 dollars worth of debt all because She had the faith to trust God again. I live what I preach. I I live what I preach. If I tell you to tie this because I've done it and I've benefited from it and I'm so real, I'm going to keep it real with you. I wouldn't preach it if I didn't see how real it is. That when you cast your bread on the water, it always comes back. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to told you. Trust God in the area of giving. My wife can tell you. I ain't. I I, I was broke. I was so broke. I was borrowing money from her. Earlier in our relationship. Thank God. Earlier in our relationship. <laughs> Am I right? Broke. And did I not still sow into others? Didn't have none. I'd take the bill at the table. No, I don't do that rap. No, I want to do it. They didn't know I was sowing. You see? I'm just trying to tell you. Be a sower. Be a sower. And as you prepare to give now, I want you to give your tithes, your offerings. I, I don't have, if I if ever give you a number to give, it's because the Holy Ghost didn't me. Because I don't have time to play with you. I, don't, I just don't like gimmicks. I don't like gimmicky preachers. And I don't want to be a gimmicky preacher. So when you ever hear me say $40 seed, $50 seed, it's because God has led me to do that or we got work to do around here and I see what you don't see. So just trust that. But today, tithes, offerings. Sow your seed into God and watch God make it all add up. Bow your heads for a quick word of prayer as you continue to sow. Those of you watching online, God, we trust you. And the truth is, seasons do get hard. Money does get tight. Sometimes resources are depleted. Sometimes, God, we're just trying to make it stretch. <laughs> we're just trying to do the best we can to get to the next paycheck. But God, would you teach us better ways of managing our money so we don't just learn how to tithe, but teach us how to save. Teach us how to invest. You ask for 10%, but teach us how to you be wise with the 90%. God, we need you to make some space in our closet so that we don't feel the need to go shop every week to order off of Amazon every day God teach us how to be disciplined in the area of our giving teach us how to have some weight some no so we can delay gratification so that we can stack for a rainy day God if we can't do it at least let us help the next generation be better and be further along. God, help us to build generational wealth so our the next generation doesn't have to start from ground zero. We're not just, God, wanting to be better sowers. We want to be better investors. We want to be better stewards of the resources you've given us. So teach us, oh God. Show us and work with us on this journey of financial freedom and fortitude. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. I can't hold it in, y'all. I need to tell you something. There's some great stuff on the horizon of Fellowship Chicago. There's some great stuff. I'm trying to tell you. There's some great stuff on the horizon. Oh. There's some great stuff. And we're going to do this thing together because we're in this thing together. I can't tell you everything now, but before the year is over, you're going to see what God is up to and together we're going to be able to do all things through Christ that gives us strength. Just shout over our future. Just just, just, just release a praise over the future. Come on, I'm serious. Yes, I'm going to get out the way. Uh, I don't know if y'all enjoyed the sermon, but I sure enjoy preaching it. I enjoyed preaching it. I don't know Miss Claudette Colvin personally, but Lord, I hope I get to meet her. I hope I get to meet her just to say thank you for being a hidden figure in our society. And if somebody out there watching knows Miss Claudette Colvin, you tell them Pastor Sharp at Fellowship Chicago, 4543 South Princeton Avenue. I love you, lady. We honor you. We salute you. And for the rest of my life, I'm going to always call your name and remember your word. Y'all show some love to Miss Claudette Colvin and all the sisters who've done a make. If there's a sister around you, give her a standing ovation. Because she's done some stuff you don't even know about. Come on, if you see a sister around you, tell her thank you. Thank you, mama. Thank you, grandma. Thank you, auntie. Thank you, sister. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Listen quickly and then, yeah, because y'all know what you're hearing. So let me get out the way. Brother Jonathan McReynolds is coming back to bless us. Listen, we're going to get out of here real quick. Listen, for real, listen. It's the year of fun. And this week for our fun jar, we want you to send an inspirational message to a random person this week. Send them something just randomly. Let them know what a blessing they've been to you. Also, this Wednesday, we are kicking off our fast, March 2nd. Yes. No fried foods, no breads, no sweets. Pastor, can I get a piece of toast by my ch- eggs and grits in the morning? No bread. What well, if I go to Subway, what do you... are going to eat a salad. No bread. No sweets, no fried foods. Now, on Sunday during Lent, you can eat whatever you want to. You worship on Sunday. We worship together. You eat what you want to. And come Monday morning, I hope you're not sick. Because you done set up and ate two... Two... Six-piece wing meals... From Harold's. How you get it? Mouth sauce? Salt and pepper fried hard. I'm learning. Let me let me give y'all. Don't. Yo, I'm I'm serious. Your body changes when you fast. So don't be, oh Sunday coming and you just gonna stuff. You are going to be sick. Ease on Sundays and go back into the fast. We are. We are licensing seven preachers on this Wednesday. They're going to preach this Wednesday. It's going to be amazing. Um, All day on Wednesday, watch this, watch this. So I know this, um, y'all forgive me. Just listen to me, please. Just listen to me. Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent. And in certain religious traditions, really from the Catholic Church, you receive ashes on that day which is a sign of your self-depreciation. It's a sign of self-denial because we come from dust, not even dirt. Dirt is worth something. Home Depot don't have dust on sale. And the Bible says we come from dust. So we are reminded of our humanity during these 40 days leading up to Easter. 40 days of Lent because Jesus fasted in the wilderness. How long? 40 days. So we're, we, are, we are lowering our flesh. And so on Ash Wednesday, you come and receive your ashes. It will be an ash cross. You can wear it all day long. When people ask you, why are you walking around with dirt on your face? I say, no, this is for Ash Wednesday. It is a sign of self-denial. Y'all got that? And it's, it, it is a tradition. This is the first year I think fellowship is doing it. And if they have done it, it was years ago. So I don't want y'all walking around to my pastor got us walking around with dirt on our face. No, it's a symbol that I'm beginning my fast and I am pushing my flesh all the way down so that my spirit can go all the way up. All right? 6 a.m. to 7, check the website. Check our Instagram page. Call up to the church. Y'all know how to do that very well. Call up to the church. 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. You can drive through. I'll be here giving everybody ashes. 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. You can drive through. It's drive through, right? They just let me pastor here. I don't know nothing. 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. You can drive through. I'll be here giving ashes. 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. I'll be here. You can drive through. You get your ashes and everybody will get a prayer as you begin your fast. I'm going to pray for you and put ash on your face. I may say three words of prayer, but it's going to be a prayer. And let me tell you, three words can shift some stuff. Yes. Y'all leave me alone. Y'all know I'm churchy. We're praying for all of you who've lost people Miss Robbie, she she serves Her 17 year old grandson Was playing basketball On his senior night And collapsed of a heart attack And passed Miss Robbie, the funeral was about a week or so ago Miss Robbie, I don't know if she's in the room Miss Robbie Miss Robbie We love you Miss Robbie Wave at us, wave at us, wave at us Y'all give Miss Robbie a hand, we're praying for you Lord have mercy. sending strength your way. May God's peace continue to cover you and your family, and may He cover you with strength for the days ahead. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Praying for Miss Valerie. Yes, and praying for the friends of Miss Valerie. Her memorial service is coming up. Mr. Anthony Tony Dunson. He works here. His brother passed. We're praying for you. I don't have anything else right now. Am I forgetting anything that's pertinent? All right, that's everything. Wednesday is going down like four flats in the rain, and then we'll have worship at seven. The preachers, and new preachers, are going to preach. Elder Javon Moore is coming back. He helped some of these ministers get started. He's coming back to lead us in the prayer. Um, you know, before I got here, he was working with a lot of them and started them. So we wanted him to come back and be a part. He's actually a pastor now, y'all. Elder Javon Moore. Y'all show some love. Come on, fellowship. Once a shipite. Once a shipite, always a shipite. So he's pastoring now, and we send love to him. He'll be with us Wednesday, and I'm praying for all the preachers. Listen, Jonathan McReynolds, are you here? Bless you. Listen, every time we finish service, I quote his song. I said, are you aware you wrote a benediction, brother? It's a final blessing. He wrote a benediction. I say it at the end of every service. But today as a gift to you as we start this new journey together, by Easter we'll be at two services. Uh-huh. By Easter we'll be back up to two services. I want him to sing the benediction today. It's his song. I'm borrowing him. I'm a plagiarizer. Every Sunday. And to all the February birthdays, quickly, stand up. I want to give you a shout out, because we love you, February birthdays. Pastor Pope, Miss Helena. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Hey, we closing with you, closing with you.
2: Pastor Sharp, I wrote a second verse just now. (laughs) No fried chicken fries not even bread you may feel there is no good food left but I pray you learn to make your veggies better than they would may your fast days prove that God is good. May this whole week just prove that God, we about to go. Go ahead and get on your feet. Also, oh, so may your struggles keep you near the cross and may your trust. struggles made
0: Hey, family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. Peace, peace.